developing future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. Central banks and regulators should be on the front line of fighting the carbon emissions driving climate change, and a more proactive approach can address the visible side effects in Asia, such as the annual choking smoke haze that envelops parts of the region. Authorities should take account of climate risks as part of their duties of oversight, and green finance should play a major role in ensuring the investments needed to promote development are conducted in a sustainable fashion, says Ulrich Voltz of the SOAS University of London. Green finance is defined as all forms of investment or lending that consider environmental factors. This is particularly important in Asian economies, including the People's Republic of China, where pollution and carbon emissions have been a significant break on growth due to issues ranging from water and air pollution to higher healthcare costs. First of all, there is physical risk. Yeah? So we know from a lot of scientific analysis that anthropocenic climate change is increasing the frequency and intensity of natural disasters. Yeah? And uh, there's plenty of examples also in the Asian region where countries have been hit by such natural disasters. And um, the costs are quite substantial. So if parts of the economy are hit, this may also have an impact on the financial system. But beyond kind of one-off natural disasters, kind of longer-term climate change can have impact on different sectors of the economy. So, for example, the agricultural sector, which is a very important sector for many countries in this region, will very directly feel climate change. Volt says this may have powerful implications through higher food prices due to ruined crops, with related implications for the financial sector and the economy through slower growth and inflation. But there's other forms of risks as well. Um, and the second form of risk is transition risk. If countries are serious about the Paris agenda and kind of reducing carbon emissions, this will have to lead to quite... Uh, dramatic changes in economic policies. Volt cited the use of carbon taxes, which can have a broad-ranging effect on large employing sectors of the economy, such as oil and gas. One of the key problems for countries, even those with good environmental laws, is enforcement, he says. Environmental regulation, to a certain degree, is not binding, especially for the big polluters. And we see that every year with kind of all these peat fires and, and uh, that's creating the haze across Southeast Asia. He was referring to burning off bushland and forest to plant palm oil in Indonesia and Malaysia. The solution, Volt suggests, is financial regulation that is binding. So if the central bank or financial regulator kind of makes sure or demands from financial institutions that they take into account environmental risk, that is a quite powerful uh, way of addressing inappropriate behaviour in the corporate world. I think especially in developing countries where institutional frameworks in the environmental sphere are often not that well working, 
central banks and regulators can really have a very powerful impact and really make a difference. The People's Bank of China has been active since the 1990s in addressing environmental damage, working with some of its global counterparts on sustainable finance. China, since 2007, started to include environmental risks in their analysis and has developed green credit guidelines. Voluntary guidelines are now mandatory and China has become super active in green finance, says Volz. China likes to portray itself also as a kind of leader in global climate change. Uh, but I think, to be fair, the more immediate need is kind of local pollution. Uh, but the good thing is that pollution from coal-fired power plants, if you address that, you also address the problem of climate change. Bank Bangladesh has since the late 2000s requested banks to include different environmental risk analysis, and it requires commercial banks to allocate a certain percentage of lending to green lending. Other countries, including Indonesia, Mongolia and India, have developed more comprehensive guidelines for financial institutions. These are not binding guidelines, but they will likely lead to financial regulation. And there are stock exchanges or security regulations that have been implementing different guidelines or listing requirements, so a lot is happening in that area. Green sustainable investment is really a tiny portion of total investment, so it's a record-growing niche market. Basically, the main points are to successfully have the green transformation to a low-carbon economy, we need to involve the financial sector. Financial governance has an important role to play in aligning the financial system with sustainability, and we actually do have quite a lot of positive examples from the last couple of years, worldwide, but also in Asia. A lot of interesting stuff is happening. Unfortunately, things are not happening as rapidly as we need them to happen, so there's still a lot to do. That was Ulrich Voltz, head of the Department of Economics, SOAS University of London, speaking at the Asian Development Bank Institute series titled Green Finance Challenge in Tokyo in April 2018. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org. Thank you.